Welcome to episode 30, the big 3-0 of the Off and Beat podcast. I'm your host, Clint. Really uh, keep trying these camera angles because, you know, I believe uh, the great Drake philosopher said, it's all about the angles and you all right. Like a cable. He doesn't say cable, but I'm very bad at actually comprehending and remembering lyrics even though that's a one that has like a billion views and a billion streams oh yeah ass chicks it's like the city girls is a verse on there i wonder if Lil yachty did write their act up verse um probably probably uh welcome to the friday edition of the Off and Beat Podcast, in case I forgot to mention. Today's sponsor is Ghost. Yes, so this flavor today is Warhead Sour Watermelon. It will uh, make your tongue twist. Kind of like a very strong batch of lemonade. Except um, this costs way more than 25 cents for a glass. And... Uh, I'm looking at you through the glass Look how much I see that ass Even though it looks perpendicular That doesn't mean I can't remember when my dick Was perpendicular in your head That's never happened But I'll be damned if it doesn't Oh man, you front like an elegant So So ho Actually, hmm, now I think about it, this is going to be one of those pods where I kind of just riff and jiff, uh, spread some peanut butter in your cheeks, because this episode might be, um, I do find it interesting though, I did think about it, I was talking with a friend earlier about this, I do mention this one friend, I feel like Joe Rogan, I have a friend for every single situation, I love Joe Rogan, but... Do I question sometimes, like, oh, I have a buddy that's done that. I have a buddy. He has a buddy for everything. Maybe he's just a very social, very energetic, very uh, gravitational person. And you know what else gravitates him? A lot of fucking money gravitates him. But um, I do find it interesting with this um, Simone Biles situation. I love the reaction, and by love, I'm being highly, highly um, facetious when I say I love the reaction from people saying she's quitting on her country and betraying and not honoring and respecting. Um, I think it's kind of like a reflection of what a lot of people fake patriotism, because 90% of those people have not watched a single Olympic event. Probably in the past two Olympics, but I'm going to say even this Olympics, no one has sat and watched a single goddamn second of it. I would even argue half of you have probably not even seen a single highlight on your Instagram or anywhere. Because, to be honest, no one really cares about them. No one really cares about the Olympics like it used to. I think it used to be a bigger thing for obvious reasons. Um, I just don't think it really resonates with younger people anymore. But in Simone Biles' situation, 
it's kind of funny how we want to label athletes. We want to label people that have worked their whole lives to essentially be as athletically gifted as they are. They're putting the work that it takes to get to these Olympic stages. And somehow them bowing out is more of a disappointment for you when you have nothing to do with the Olympics. Because it's a privilege. Even though a privilege would be under the... When I hear the word privilege, I would think that's more of something that everyone is privy to. That everyone could be able to do. But only a few very select are picked. The Olympics aren't really hand-picked athletes. They're qualifications you have to do to get into the Olympics. It is the definition of best of the best. You literally have to qualify for shit to qualify to make it to the biggest stage. So I couldn't just go up there and start somersaulting and holding 140-pound fit girls over my shoulder because I probably couldn't even hold them up for six seconds. Because, believe it or not, you actually have to be able to do the shit that's in the Olympics. And most people on this planet, on this earth, on this in this country, can't. I don't understand. A lot of people want to talk about this patriotism for your country, honoring your country. It's a privilege to represent your country. And I'm not saying it's not. And for people that are saying Americans are snobby. All right. Um, Because they'll always reference that other countries are worse. It's like, okay, so we should just accept that other countries are worse. Just because that's like saying, oh, I broke, I snapped my foot in half. But then someone with the amputated leg, it's like, huh, could have lost your leg. It's like. Okay, but I just snapped my leg in half. It's always trying to make a personalization that doesn't really necessarily apply. And I feel like people are personalizing Simone Biles, which I think is also very interesting to bring up, by the way, that um, she, she is on ADHD medication, which apparently in Japan, based off some research I did earlier, in Japan... She, I believe she takes, she takes a very specific type of ADHD, something about meth, it starts with meth, but it's not meth, of course. But since the events take place in Tokyo, the Olympics this year, wherever the Olympics take place, not only do you go by, and the average, and typically in Olympic years, if the drug is legal there, then that means it would be able to apply there. But the type of drug that she takes for her ADHD doesn't apply and is not uh, legal to take in in Tokyo specifically. So she's bowed out for mental health. Now, I can understand the argument where it's, oh, well, she's a real athlete and has she's really about that. Michael Jordan wouldn't quit. It's like, okay. Um, but she's so far away better than everyone else. Even her bowing out doesn't really even put a dent in her legacy, this situation, because it's not like she just quit because she was quitting, um, which I understand that technically taking yourself out is quitting. So 
I do think, though, it's a lot of people that are more mad about about an individual making a personal decision for personal reasons and for some reason individuals in a country somehow find a way to say she doesn't give a fuck about her country even though she's been representing I believe in the last what six to eight years in the Olympics she has the most gold medals in her gymnastics field ever she's the most accomplished she's Undisputably the best who's ever done it in the world. And for some reason, she's ungrateful and she doesn't represent her country. And if you notice how the people that are typically saying this are conservatives, because they will say she's a coward, because they kind of said the same thing about Gwen Berry for different reasons. The only difference is Gwen Berry wasn't technically the best of her, so she was an easier target since she finished third place instead of being undisputed first. And it kind of looked like she was snobby. Then they pulled up old tweets. And, you know, that's a fair criticism for her in some ways. But the idea that somehow Simone Biles is doesn't represent her country real, doesn't represent her country well, to me is idiotic. If she were never to compete ever again, she's done way more for her country than 99% of people that are complaining about her doing for her country. Yes, see, people are saying the privilege to represent. She should. She doesn't have, you know what, she doesn't um have to be a representative. You know what, it's a privilege to represent America. It's like, okay. You could also say it's a privilege that America has her to represent them. Because if not, we may still be good, but we wouldn't be that damn good. I think sometimes you got to remember that the athlete is the reason why the Olympics matter. The athlete is what gives you even bragger rights as a country. The athlete is the reason why anyone gives a fuck about the Olympics. I'm sorry. You know what? If the Olympics were just a bunch of average athletic, if there were a bunch of 30-year-old dudes who play pickup basketball and they're in kind of decent shape, and then a bunch of girls that do CrossFit, and you know what? You would just have a CrossFit tournament out there. Hey, guess what? No one would give an actual fuck. And people don't even give an actual fuck even when the best of the best are out there. I think in other countries, the Olympics matter way more than America from a viewership. Like, no no one on, I believe I read, like, Olympic viewership on TV. Granted, you also got to take in the context that in America, most of the main events are happening overnight, 1 a.m., 2 a.m., you know, stuff like that. So, but it's typically like that for every Olympics, unless it's, unless the Olympics are taking place in America. Olympics are always in countries that are in crazy time zones away. So typically they're going to happen really early or late at night or inopportune times when America's competing. So that's really doesn't deter how much viewership because we've always found a way to view it. When 
people used to quote unquote actually care about it more. That's why when people always bring patriotism and say Kaepernick was disrespecting the flag and say he's disrespecting this and that and say, oh, I'm going to stop watching the NFL. Eh, NFL viewerships have been at an all-time high. Um, people always like to bring up the NBA and how their viewership has actually gone down, which if you want to actually bring context to a lot of that, um, it's really hard my theory on why NBA viewership down, could there be something to it in terms of people not liking social justice and all that stuff, which is kind of ironic that you wouldn't like a movement to, you know, make people feel equal, but whatever. For some reason that rubs people the wrong way, but it's amazing that you wouldn't be uh, supportive of a movement of people that give you basically free entertainment on TV and have given you the greatest moments in sports history. But uh, for some reason, the second they want to actually feel like they uh, are actually equal in the world, hmm. apparently that that's where you cross the line as a consumer. But I digress. And this isn't a, I didn't even mean to go down that road. But sticking to Simone Biles, I do think it's, just kind of interesting how you kind of see what people really think about a lot of this stuff. It's a lot of people that fake give a shit when they couldn't name one other person on the Olympic team other than her. So it's not like it's not like you're really keeping a tight view, a tight, a tight scope on what's actually happened in gymnastics. No, what you do is if she would have won the gold, if she would have won one one like she always does. Yeah, cool. It was expected because you know what? We've kind of become immune. We've kind of become desensitized to greatness. When people are consistently great at what they do, like LeBron James, we get desensitized at how fucking amazing their consistency and how great they are. Even Tom Brady to a certain extent, even though, you know, people suck his dick on television all day because of his age, doing what he's doing. But I would say Aaron Rodgers... And Patrick Mahomes, to an extent, people kind of are desensitized to how consistent, how fucking good they are. Because they get caught, oh, he doesn't have Super Bowls, oh, he's not this, that. It's like, okay. I think in America, since we are typically the best of the best in a lot of athletics, um, at least the main sports that people actually keep track of, we are so desensitized, we just believe that we deserve this greatness. The same the same people that we feel it's an honor for them to represent our country when in reality it's an honor that as a country we are able to witness greatness firsthand. See, and really what that ironically does is the same consumer that's bitching about Simone Biles not represent her country well, even though she has a track record of representing her country and at the highest level, it kind of shows the fact that you, as a consumer and as a peer to her in this world, you kind of are the ones that come off whiny and ungrateful. Ironically, you come off as someone, you come off as people that complain because... Oh my God, 
Now we may not win the gymnastics, which I do believe they ended up kind of winning anyways. Whatever personal reason, that's her personal reason. She's the one that's got to live with the fact with the fact that she missed out on possibly winning a gold medal. So I don't understand why you, as a consumer, are taking it personal. It's funny how we take this patriotism thing. It's a lot of fake patriotism. People in daily life don't really, they aren't sitting there thinking about how great it is they get to live in America. I don't think most people are. Is there a lot of great things about living in America? Of course. Is it the greatest country in the world? For the most part. You know? I'm I'm not going to say or complain about anything personally. Like, I haven't lived in another country to know how much better or worse another country is. But I would say we have a good for the most part here. But, just because I have a great experience living here, you know? Some people don't. Some people, the how people interact and deal with people here is so much different than other countries, for better and some for worse. Um, I'm not here to really talk about what it's like, how Canadians treat each other, or how if you go to Mexico, how they treat each other, you go to certain islands, how they treat each other. But it seems like we always talk about you know, America's home of the free, home of the brave, except, you know, the second some people come here and want to have that same opportunity, you don't really want them to have the same opportunity. You want them to just realize and accept that, hey, you should just be happy that you're here. You know, it's okay if you find a way to get a job here, just don't take my job. Even though the whole point of a democracy is everyone has at least a in a perfect utopia world, which we know is not realistic, everyone has the same equal chance to do whatever they want. Which can apply for the most part, but as we know reality, there's circumstances from the youth that some people don't realistically have the same chance for multiple reasons. Educational, where where they are. Uh, locationally, regionally, educationally, um, crime, you know, there's layers to this. It's, it can be systematic. And again, I don't, I'm not, well, enough knowledge on every little thing that's systematic, but I'm pretty well knowledge in most parts, but I don't want to focus on that today. Wow. Somehow I went from talking about absolutely nothing to some semi real. It's funny how that works out. That's why sometimes I question where the press record, because I don't know if I have anything to say, but for some reason, the second I turn on that record button, I have something to say. You know, and again, I can understand the point of view that she... Uh, one thing I would say my friend, he brought up to me, is that he said if it was a man, same sport, we'll just say, or any Olympic sport, and he bowed out and he just withdrew from the Olympics because he was not mentally right. Um, I think an argument can be made that of course it would be looked at different as a man towards a woman. I think that's just reality in life in general is that men are going to be viewed weaker uh, for, you know, 
not attacking a situation head on and it looks like you're trying to avoid it compared to if a woman does it, it's probably going to be considered of she needs to protect herself mentally and everything. And I can understand that as an athlete, one thing he was explaining as in a former athlete himself is that like one that competed at a collegiate level and he said, dude, you got to as when you get to certain levels of the elite elite athletic and athletics people will die like people will literally die on the field or die on the court like there there's just a kind of like michael like he used michael jordan as the example of the dude literally created nonsense for himself just to keep that competitive spirit and to never have an excuse to not succeed. And he's like, do you really think Michael Jordan would ever say he's too anxious, so he's going to withdraw from game four of the NBA Finals because he's feeling anxious? I was like, probably not. But one thing I brought, because I heard this off credit to Joe Rogan, um, the consequence, I would say that here's here's one slight difference in this situation. Is that gymnastics is a very every sport's dangerous. Every sport you get injured, hurt, whatever. But gymnastics and the shit she's doing, you know, you're flipping in the fucking air twenty eight times, somersaulting, and you're trying to land stamp pat in a specific spot, and you got to land a certain way. Just so you don't freaking snap your legs in half. You've seen, you could go on YouTube right now, look at gymnastic, terrible injuries. That shit is nasty to watch. And it is hard to watch. It is disgusting, some of this shit. And a lot of that has to do with your focus has to be an all-time high. And since she's on ADHD medication, that means she's taking medication where her focus you can make an argument it's probably an advantage beyond just rec- but she's probably taking medication not even for advantage just level out so she can be at an even state with everyone else um and i think and also and also with she because i know they do things with balance beams and the balance beams are literally four inches in width and imagine both your feet while doing flips and all these athletic endeavors. Your focus, your mind, and your body's got to be 100% on. Because if you slip or fuck up one bit. And you are not focused at least when you fuck up to be able to recover mentally. To make sure you land it correctly. You're talking about injuries that are beyond severe and potentially career ending. Which, of course, is the risk with any sport you fucking do. But gymnastics, when everything is reliant on your vision, your balance, your mental state, I would argue as much as any other sport because the concentration and the focus, if you fuck up one little time, that fucks up your score. And one little fuck up your score, it's not like a basketball game where you can miss 18 shots and still win the game. If you fuck up... A couple times in your routine. You fuck up one time. It could cost your team. Everything. 
It could be different between gold and silver, gold and bronze, gold to no metal. And look, again, but I understand what he was saying in the terms of if you want to be considered this elite, elite athlete, which she is anyways, but if you were going to be, if you want to be considered in a certain stratosphere, he, he said, I'm sorry, being anxious, anxiety, that comes, that's just part of with anything. Everyone's anxious when they get on the field. Everyone's anxious when they get on the court. But what makes you an elite, what makes you that next level athlete is either using that to your advantage or learning just to overcome it. But I'll say, well, she obviously has overcome it to an extent. She obviously has used it to her advantage because this is something she's dealt with and has won, what, eight fucking gold medals? This isn't like she's never won anything before. And she was supposed to be this promised child. Then she went. Then she can't take her medication. Now all of a sudden, now she can't do it. She has proven she can do it over and over and over again. But I, I think him as a former athlete, he took it. It's almost like he looked at it as it's mm, trying to. I don't want to misuse his statement. So, you know, I'm going a, I'm to a not talk about, you know, his point of view. Because then again, who I don't think I could display his point of view correctly. But mainly what I'll say what I was getting at is I think to be, to get to that level. I'm not, one incident I don't think defines her career, Right. It's similar to what Naomi Osaka, when she took time away, when she withdrew from a tournament, I believe she may have done it twice as well. She withdrew from tournament for mental health because it was a combination of media obligations and everything involved with her job requirements, and she just didn't feel like she could do it. And if you want me to be honest, my first instinct when that happened was because it was almost like because uh, it's like you're you you're afraid to talk to media. I do think the idea. I don't think. I think the idea of having to talk to media every single day is kind of ridiculous in general. Um, but I get it. But I'm like, what? You're afraid? Like, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. First instinct was like, you're withdrawing because, quote unquote, mental health. And to me, it was like. Really? Is that really it? I'm going to be honest. Like, I I questioned the true intentions of it. But then, you know, as time went on, you know, a couple of days after, I just thought to myself, I'm like, well, who the fuck am I to tell someone and make a judgment off of something I'm not there to truly evaluate? Not that it's my business to evaluate, but I'm not even closer in any capacity. Now, you know, I, I'm someone that some people use mental health as a... My opinion is some people use the word mental health as an escape to avoid uncomfortability, but I don't think she is someone that's shown to avoid things that are uncomfortable because I think to get to that level, you have to face a lot of adversity. 
But in general sense, I do feel like some people use quote-unquote uh, mental health as a escape to actually face shit. And, but, you know. But yeah, I, I at the end of the day, I'll wrap up my thoughts. Uh, I, I don't really think that it's just the same way that you don't feel like she... The same way you don't feel that Simone Biles um, should be praised. I don't think she should be praised for doing it. But I don't think she should be shitted on either. You know? Um, what she wants to do is her choice. It's her career. If she doesn't feel suitable to compete, then, you know, that's some sh- only she can judge herself type of thing and people making judgments off stuff they don't really aren't there to evaluate i think we got to be very very careful of that you know we you, we thing is people got to be careful is they don't understand like and I, one person one thing someone mentioned is what if she's suicidal and that's an extreme that's an extreme stream hyperbole that's a very extreme stream um uh, way of that's an extreme scenario possible is it possible sure is it unlikely who knows i'm gonna say that's probably not it but you know who knows and what if you were to find out an athlete's telling you telling you over and over again i am struggling with something i'm not right but then the next thing you know Two years later, they commit suicide. And they were telling you all along, but they just felt the pressure to do it, and they weren't ready to do it. And then they failed on the biggest stage, and then it put them in this deep depression, whatever. What are you going to say when they commit suicide, huh? Are you going to say, oh, well, they were too weak. You know what? They're going to do that anyways. That's not someone, they're not strong enough to represent the country I live in. Nah, go fuck yourself. At the end of the day, is a fucking sporting event. I understand the significance and everything like that, but she put herself in the position to be able to compete in the Olympics. Not the people bitching about her bitching. Like, seriously. And a lot of this really has to do with conservatives because conservatives and left-leaning people will always find reasons to complain about younger people. You know, I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry that you older people, for the most part, have just chosen to accept pain your whole life and just assume that you have to do what everything that you feel is brought down on you by teachings. Not all teachings you should actually keep, um... I do think you shouldn't avoid adversity, but I think she has faced way enough adversity and challenges and competition in her life that most of the people complaining have never faced any level near that of competition and understands what it takes to enhance and compete at that level of competition. And I think when you start evaluating people that are competing at the highest of highest levels of competition... And then you want to try to relate it to your personal life when there's nothing really comparable to it. I'm sorry, competing your yard to your neighbor's yard is not exactly the highest of competition. You're not going to get 
the purple of heart honor for having your yard the freshest. You're just not. So there's there's levels to this. So for all you fake patriotism out there, um, go fuck yourself. Um, and it kind of gets exposed in these smallest moments. You don't have to be out here hollering, giving her a round of applause, calling her brave. Because I wouldn't say it's really anything like that. But I also respect her decision and I'm not going to shit on her for it. Because to be honest, I don't give a fuck. I'm not going to pretend to have an outrage of a sport that I don't watch, I don't track, nor do I give a fuck about. And most people bitching don't really give a fuck about it. But they want to find something to give a fuck about, about something they don't give a fuck about, just so they can have a reason to be mad, to give a fuck about the reason why they're being mad. And it's insane to me. It's maddening. Jesus. I just don't, man, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I did not mean to talk about that for 30 minutes. Or really at all. I thought that would be like a 5 to 6 minute short and sweet. But you know what? I just I just can't stand seeing that shit. You know, I'm tired of getting recommended YouTube videos of um, people just... Bitching about things that they're not even passionate about. Bitching about things they don't keep close track of. Bitching about things that people don't really have a actual, you know, reason in their past that why they would even like sport. Some people that are complaining about this don't even care about sports or watch sports. There's actually a podcast with um, Bomani Jones podcast. It's a ESPN. He works for ESPN. Very well known. He's one of the most knowledgeable people you could find on podcasts. To be pretty honest about it, on versatility, the way he speaks, uh, the way he delegates, and as someone, I've actually learned a lot in terms of history from him. Even when he's not trying to teach history, but to give context about a current situation, he said it best when he said the Olympics are made. For the casual, for the non-sport casual fans. They are for the Olympics from a entertainment, from a viewership standpoint. Attracts more people who care about the storyline more than the actual sports that's going on. Because there's no reason to give about whether someone does a clean power squat or a clean jerk. Like, but if you know about, they started training when they were 11 years old, their dad died of palsy when they were 14, 16, he was homeless living on the street, at 19 got a dog, and at 20, one bronze, youngest in Russia to do it, ever. No, that's what they do, they get you caught in the stories, if you're watching the event, it's basically, it's kind of like watching a sports NBA or NFL draft. They start giving you the life history of every major competitor. They start explaining because, man, they're on TV for like 16 hours a day when they're doing some of these Olympics, sometimes 24 hours around the clock. And they're just 
talking about the same things over and over and over again. And really, stuff like this exposes people, and you can make this a more general sense of, it exposes people that pretend to give a fuck about shit when they don't really give a fuck. But they see, I mean, let's be honest, it's another black athletic woman competing, and it's an excuse, something to degrade no matter what accomplishments they have accomplished and make them feel like it's an honor for you to be in our country. It's an honor for you to represent Team USA. And you withdrawing is a disservice to your country. Like she's in the fucking military some. And they're coming from people who... Never served in the military, but they always talk about the military, saying there should still be a draft. And then yet, if they were drafted, they would fight every reason to not go to the military. But it's whatever. It's just always something. It's always, it's always these middle age. Really, it's like. Not even middle-aged white dudes, but, uh, you know, I'm going to sound like one of those people. I don't need to hear from no middle-aged white guy about anything of significance. It's like, no, I'm not going to say that. But, you know, it kind of sounds like, why are you mad at some, what is she, like 23, 24, if even that old? She withdrew because she can and because she didn't feel fit to compete. What, you think she wanted to withdraw when she trains for four fucking years for a freaking month of competing? If that's even how long the gymnastics competing lasts, I know it doesn't. But it's literally, you compete for four years. You compete for four years for what? Ten minutes of actually being on the mat to prove that you're the best? Think about that. And you think she just won the fucking withdraw just because she wanted the withdraw because she didn't want to compete? Maybe it's, you know what? Maybe in her head she knew she wasn't going to win, right? Let's say that's possible. Let's say in her head she knew she wasn't going to win at all. She had no chance for whatever reason. She knew she wasn't as good anymore. She knew she couldn't be focused. She knew she just wasn't there. So what? No, generally, like, so fucking what? Does it really, like, is it going to make you for the next four years cry in your bed? You know, bitch about athletes? Which even gives some of you a reason to even brag about shit? What, when you see, what, when you see a Japanese person? At Kroger, you're going to stop them in their tracks while you're looking at Eric Church CDs and be like, Hey, how's it feel to win bronze, bitch? No, because it's a weird thing to take ownership and claim of. It makes more sense if your favorite team is like fucking the Milwaukee Bucks, right? And then when you go see an Orlando Magic fan, you'd be like, God damn. 
You guys fucking suck. Go Giannis! Which, ironically, you're praising a foreign player who, in the Olympics, doesn't compete for your team. Competes for Greece. But hey, double standard. It's crazy how that works. You say you care about your country so much, but yet you root for a team who the best player, two-time MVP, well, not two-time, but, you know, at this point, just won the championships on top of the world. And guess what team he represents for the Olympics? His home country, Greece. So guess what? Are you going to cheer for Greece when the Olympics come on? Hmm, interesting. Funny what we pick and choose about our country that we give a fuck about. It's like, no. And you're choosing, you know, you know... You know anything about gymnastics over the past eight years because of her. I can't believe I'm so fucking talking about this. I'm done talking about it. I'm done. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Can I get your praise? Can I feel your hand on my shoulder and put a cross on my neck? So I can put mine out for you Oh Jesus Oh Jesus Don't cross me like I do when I cross the street Holding a booty for me and holding her hand Just to say baby Let's get baptized by the riverbank Where we can make a couple kids and sing the little hands where they hum our name and say, Hey, baby, do you want to get married? Maybe we can get married in the Lamb. Oh, virgin, but you're no longer because we had triplets on the April 4th of 2022. That's how nine months from now goes for you. Shout out to the people having triplets in April. Shout out. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, Jesus. I do want to start doing fan email. All I need is, um, you know, fans. And then you can send it to my email. And then I can answer your questions. I feel like I would be really strong at, like, fan email, life advice, even though I'm not in any position to give any. But I love giving them. Love giving them. Alright guys. Let me wrap it up there for today. Done enough Olympic talk that I didn't really want to talk about the Olympics. But fake patriotism really is under my skin. But whatever. I'm not saying I'm saying don't be patriotic of your country. Right? If you want to represent your country, represent your country. If you don't have flags on your trucks. Go the fuck ahead. I don't care. I don't even care if you have Trump like labels on the back of your suburban. I really don't. It doesn't ruin my day. Even you idiots that still have Trump flags off your fucking porch. Like, hey, he's out of office. Do you imagine if people did that? When uh, when Bill Clinton got out of offense, 
when Bill Clinton got out of office. I feel like the flag thing with the president and shit. I feel like that thing's been like a recent like past. I think it really. I think it really. It started with George W. Bush. Again, that's when I actually started like remembering shit. Being the fact I was like nine, two thousand four, when he was elected. But I remember seeing with George W. Bush, and then Obama became more of a real thing. And I remember when Obama, it was like middle school. Man, man, uh, where I went to middle school, at least in seventh grade. Man, looking back, um, a lot of uh, like kids were not fans of Obama. Also being mainly white kids. But man, like when you look back, like, also for I also forget like so when I hear like younger kids in middle schools and high schools talk today, you hear what some shit they say and they just sound like belligerent, ignorant, and they're just saying dumb shit. I hate blah blah blah. This is the way to be. And then I remember like I'm like, bro, really? And then I remember back to seventh grade and it was much of the same shit. I remember when Obama was elected. They used to have like class discussions. The teacher wouldn't orchestrate them. But it would be like in between when the teachers like actually starting class. And it was a good month period where kids would just talk about in the classroom openly about politics. Which probably not something that should really be openly talked about in a 7th grade classroom. Because no one in 7th grade should be talking about anything in politics. Being the fact that, you know, um, most of them just really just recite what the parents say. And you could tell, I don't blame the kid for having those beliefs. You know, typically kids just recite what their parents say out loud at home. And you could tell a lot. You could tell a lot about who's raising these kids if you just ask them. So, you like black people? And they're like, yeah, but my dad hates Obama. It's like, all right. Uh, seems a little, then, then, then ask, okay, then ask, all right, uh, eh, probably should have just left that last minute out, should have stopped, but hey, Durham, all right, go follow the IG, subscribe to the tube, um, and suck some titties. Boom, 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 boom. All right, guys. Enjoy your fucking Friday. And, uh, yeah, enjoy.